0: Amen. Deuteronomy 6, chapter fifth verse. You there? Everybody? We're going to go to the 8th verse. Ready? Read. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. These commandments that I give you—I'm sorry, I'm going too fast. Ready? Read. These commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts. Impress them on your children— Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on your door frames of your houses and on your gates. Is that the last one? Yes, ma'am. So real quick, fifth verse one more time. Fifth verse one more time. Fifth verse one more time. Or go to 7th verse. 7th verse. 7th verse. Go to 7th verse. Real quick. One more time. Ready to read. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Everybody pass me real loud. Say give it up. Give it up. No, no, no. Say it real loud. Say give, give it, it up. Hey man, have a quick seat, real quick, real quick, real quick, as I try to my best to walk in this. This is a different type of lesson than I preach. I tell co-pastor I feel a little different because I really had to study these last few days. I really had to put the work in. Um, On the series titled, uh, uh, The Spirit is Real and and The Devil is Real, I was so busy just reiterating what God already put in me and trying to encourage you to things, but God put me to work on this series and I'm really excited about it for the next three weeks. Everyone say three weeks. Don't miss for the next three weeks because I promise you this lesson will help you out real quick. Write the word give down. Write the word give down. Give, 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 give. The word give, by definition, is freely transfer the possession of something to someone. To freely transfer the possession of something to someone. Everyone say freely transfer. Now, y'all told y'all, 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 y'all got to talk to me this morning. Now, come on now. Everyone say Freely transfer. To freely transfer the possession of something to someone, to freely transfer the possession of something to someone, the word "it," the word "it," by definition is a pronoun. All my English students in the room is a pronoun. The word pro, a pronoun is used to identify a person, place, thing, or an idea. A person, place, thing, or an idea, or an idea. Freely transfer a possession of something to someone. And it is used to identify a person, place, a thing, or an idea. And lastly, everyone say up. The word up, by definition, is towards a higher place or position. Towards a higher place or position. Towards a higher place or position. Everyone say, give it up. up. Well, y'all are dead. Jesus. One more time. Give it up. up. I feed off of y'all, so if y'all are dead, I'm going to come down. So one more time. I say, give it up. Give it up. Listen, I promise you that this message was something God deposited me um, in the end of the year last year. And he wanted me to tell you these words here. He says, it's some things in three areas in your life that you would not get the most of until you figure out, write this down, until you figure out how to freely transfer the ownership or the possession of, listen to this, a thing, three areas in your life. Freely transfer the ownership of three areas in your life to a higher position, There's some things you won't get fully or the full effect of in 2019 until you figure out how to freely transfer the possession of three areas in your life. Three areas, three specific areas in life to a higher position or to a higher place. Everyone say in God's hands. hands. So some things in your life, three areas I got to deal with real quick, three areas. Three areas that we're going to deal with in this series is our families, our finances, and our futures. Our families, finances, and futures. Can I teach this morning? Families, families, families. We're going to deal with that today, but families. How many of y'all have a family? Amen. And be honest with yourself, before we get into this lesson, how many of y'all truly believe I need to give my family up to God? Amen. Be honest with yourself. I really give my family up to God. Um, the next one, finances. Somebody say finances. Finances, finances money. Uh, how many of y'all really believe that I need to give my money up to God? Amen. Last but not least, somebody say futures. futures. Many people don't realize how much anxiety our future has on us, but how many of y'all believe I need to give my future to God? However my job is going to turn out, I'm going to give it to God. However my home is going to turn out, I need to give it to God. However my health is going to turn out, I need to give it to God. No matter what, I'm not going to stress about this. How many of y'all really believe I need to give my future up to God? Amen. Listen, to truly understand this, what I'm talking about, you need to understand the definition of one word right quick. Write down the word possession. It says we need to freely transfer our possession, our possession. Write down the word possession. By definition, what possession means, you got that up there? The state of having, owning, or controlling something. I'm going to free you up, but you got to be patient with me. I can't rush this. I'm going to free you up, but you got to be patient with me. Somebody say possession. It means the state of having, owning, or controlling something. The state of having, owning, or or controlling something. Having, owning, or controlling something. Now, the problem with needing to freely transfer these three areas, now listen to me. If you're still writing, I'll give you a second. The state of having, owning, or controlling something need to freely transfer our possession of these three areas. Need to freely transfer the possession of these three areas. You ready? All right, so the problem with needing, now listen to this very closely. Let's see what I'm saying. The problem with needing to transfer the possession of our family, the needing to transfer the possession of our finances, the needing of transferring the possession of our future, the problem with needing to do this is that that means if you possess it, that means you own and control it. And if you own and control it, that means if you need to possess it, that means you already own and control it. And if you need to possess it or, or, or transfer it to God, that means you need to give it to God. That means that you have ownership of something you don't belong to have. You don't supposed to have ownership of. If you have ownership of your family and you control your family, if you ownership of your finances you control your finances, if you have ownership of your future you control your future, that means you unlawfully have ownership of it. Somebody say unlawfully. Stick with me. Everyone, write down the word unlawfully. If you unlawfully own something, that means you stole it. You stole it with good intentions, though. I am one who stole possession of my family. I am one. Who stole possession of my finances? I am one who stole possession of my future, and I thought my job was to control it and make it make it do what it's supposed to do, and make it turn out the way God wanted. And someone said, "I stole it." You with me so far? Stick with me. Stick with me. Somebody said, "If you need to transfer Transfer. possession of your family family. finances or future, that means you took it and you didn't have you weren't supposed to have it." You weren't supposed to have it. You weren't supposed to have it. Somebody say possession. Now follow me a little bit further. Somebody say owner. owner. That means you own something. You weren't supposed to have it. The reason why you weren't supposed to have it because God wanted us to be stewards and not owners of these three areas. Very important. I'm getting somewhere. Just walk with me. God intended us to be stewards and not owners. Let's look at the difference between a steward and an owner. Owner by definition. And you gotta remember, I'm not gonna beat up beat you up because this is something we easily walk into. I didn't come to condemn you, I come to free you. Amen? But I want you to understand that most of us took ownership without even trying to. We had good intentions. I had really good intentions, but ownership, by definition, owner is one who has rulership and makes someone or something do what he or she wants to be done. I have rulership. I have rulership. I rule my husband. I rule my wife. I rule my children. I rule my money. I rule my future. Somebody say ownership. That means you have rulership. You have control. And, and listen, and, and brother Cedric, um, as a, as a, as a man, I thought my job, uh, Elder Trailer, was to make sure my wife changed. If I see she to change, it's my job to make sure she change. And wife be a testament that I used to try to run her in every area of her life. Am I lying? And my biggest fight was me trying to control things. Now, I'm be honest right now. I'm, I'm going to kind of do a little sense of the rule. How many of y'all think that you may be a ruler? Now, y'all kind come on, be honest. It's a hard thing to admit. But I'm going to say the truth to set you free. So one time, how many of y'all think y'all are a ruler? Now, I want other hands to go up. How many of y'all are tired of folks trying to run you? Uh, kids, put your hand down. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> so I say owner. <laughs> okay, kids, I'm going help you out. You think it, but don't say it. Let's think of think, but don't say it. We're going to help you out, but just don't. Mom, I'm tired of you running me. Don't say that. that, that just, 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 just don't say it. It ain't healthy. Somebody say owner. So if you need to transfer ownership, that means you can give ownership back to God, then you, you need to let God know that he's the ruler of the person or the place or the thing or someone or something, and he has control. God has control. How many of y'all really believe, don't answer this question, just think about it, that God has control of your money, that God has control of your family, And God has control of your future. How many of y'all truly believe that you have freely given God total control of these areas of life? We were never supposed to have ownership of these areas. I'm going to help you out. Somebody say, we were not supposed to own these areas. We're not supposed to rule and control. This was a hard concept, Elder Trailer. I had to process. I'm like, God, you made me the husband of my house. I'm supposed to make sure that they do exactly what I say do. It's real say, not here. <laughs> can I tell you a secret? First lady said the same thing. It took me a long time to register in my head, though. Somebody say, stewards. Stewart. I have to make sure you understand this word steward. So if you're not an owner, you are a steward, and a steward has responsibilities. Somebody say, responsibilities. Now, co-pastor, can you come in real quick with your flat shoes on real quick, real quick? It's yes, real quick. Somebody say, Responsibilities. They have things that they are supposed to do to help them, Stay right there, produce their best possible outcome, no matter what the other person does. If God has given you a family, you do have a family. If God has given you finances, you do have finances. If God has given you a future, you do have a future, but you're not the owner of it. Your job is not to say, well, say for instance, what's something that, that I'm not gonna pick it because you might say I'm picking on you. What's something you think that uh, that you need to do better, and that I try to help you do better? I try to make you do better. Now, don't don't say that. Say some money, money. You wanna say money? You pick it. I'm sorry. <laughs> what you wanna pick? I'm part of You're perfect. You perfect. I'll be in the name of Jesus. Pick something that you think that I, that I used to try. What I used to that make make it better. What's, what I used to try to make you do? Money. money. Okay, somebody say money. So money is not a good example because I was the one with the money problems, and you had to make me pay tithes. What's something I had to make you do? Workout. Okay, workout. Somebody say work out. workout. Okay, good one. Somebody say health. Yeah. Health. How many controllers? Raise your hand. Controllers again. Controllers even proud how many controllers see your significant other need to be healthy yeah. and you trying your best to, to get them to get it and i didn't try to scare them and everything else and i didn't even did everything else to try to get them and they didn't get it they didn't get it and, and you get frustrated with them because i didn't try to control you get you to do it but you didn't do it somebody say amen, amen. so my wife health my wife had health problems and i was really angry and frustrated with her because listen can I tell you, your addiction is different to somebody's addiction, but this don't mean because your addiction ain't their addiction, I mean you don't have addiction. addiction. And so I find it so easy to condemn her with the fact that you need to leave that alone and stop eating that. And don't you know your kidneys messed up? Don't you know your health messed up? And I find it easy to try to scare her, but yet she could quickly say, "But Choker, what do you do?" But this ain't about me. This about you. Because I thought I had to. God. Why don't she get this? I'm trying to own her to change and change and change. And she won't change. And I'm getting frustrated because I'm trying to make you change. Can anybody relate? Yeah. And someone say, I'm not her owner. Listen, I'm already walking you into the marriage conference right now. If you show up on Friday and Saturday, this is one of the first things I'm going to have to help you with. I have to realize I don't own her. Are you uncomfortable? Mm-hmm. Okay, then. She's feeling good right now. Yeah, joker, tell (laughs) them. Listen, this is the greatest breakthrough in my life. Greatest breakthrough in my life. I'm going to help you out this, this three weeks, I promise you. The greatest breakthrough in my life when I found out I am not responsible for your outcome. It's not my job to force you to get it. I'm not the owner, because go back to owner real quick. One has rulership. If you own her, that means you own the planting, the watering, and the increase. That means that I'm going to plant you, water you, and produce, and God's going to be proud of me because I made a good you. God said, I don't need you to make her. I already made her. All I want you to do is be a steward over her. Listen, I'm not preaching you. I'm telling you, I stepped on my own toes for almost two years, and I just got it about nine months ago. Nine months. I'm going to go ahead and give myself a little more grace. By 12. (laughs) It took me three more months to figure out how to do it. Because just because I saw it didn't mean I changed immediately. I literally thought I owned everything about her. Why are you watching that? Not in my house. Joker, your struggle ain't my struggle. Get home and she's watching some, some of that that, that, what's the stuff you watch? I don't want tell people you judging. You. I don't want to judge. It ain't bad. <laughs> it ain't that bad. But I'm like, you know, sometimes you judge her because you over something. You think that she should be, but it don't, it don't bother her. <laughs> something you over is because you had a problem with it. It don't bother her to watch Half-Necked Woman on TV. It bothers me, though. So I walk in the house. Um, what was one show? Empire. Couldn't stand it. No Lucy's in my house. Why y'all laughing? It ain't funny. I want that mess in my house. Because I was trying to control, oh, this is good, my perception of salvation in her. And in my body, I need this and I need that. So you should need this and you should need that too. And so I'm trying to own her and our outcomes and realize that she is a grown woman. Can I feel every man in the house? She grown. And she told me that for years, I'm like, just because you're grown, man, you act like a grown woman. <laughs> How many of you ever thought that one didn't say it? Just because you're grown, I mean you act grown. So listen, so I'm not to own her. I have to beat this home. Go to the next one. So this is my job. Steward. A steward has responsibilities. They have. Things they are supposed to do to help them, baby. I'm not supposed to force you to do nothing. But listen, listen. To this responsibility to me. even if you don't change, I'ma still do what I'm supposed to do. As a husband, I have responsibilities. As a father, I have responsibilities. As a steward of my money, I have responsibilities. As a steward of my future, I have responsibilities. No matter what, no matter what she do, she come home late. She can, she can, she can cheat. Well, she better not do that. But anyways. Even if she cheated, guess what? I'm still gonna do my what? A steward. Okay. How many of y'all uh, have a car or not have a car? How many of y'all rent something? I rent. I rent a home. My home is rented. And, and listen. And listen. Even if that house don't act right, my job is to make sure I still do what I'm supposed to do. I'm gonna make sure I change the filter like I'm supposed to monthly. Every time I pay the light bill. And listen. And if the, the accreditation mess up, if I can prove that I changed the filter, guess what? The owner going to pay the cost. Y'all didn't get it. <laughs> but if I didn't do my responsibilities, I might have to pay for something that I shouldn't have paid for because I had to do my what? Responsibility. And so if you stop trying to run the owner, let the owner run him, he'll pay what he's supposed to pay for when he's supposed to pay for it if you just do your response. Okay, real quick. They have things they are supposed to do to help them produce their best possible outcome, no matter what the other person does. Somebody say, are you an owner or a steward? Thank you, Pastor, you look good doing it too. Somebody say, are you an owner or a steward? So my goal over the next few weeks is to help you learn how to give up your rulership and control of your family, finances, and future back to God. I want to help you understand how to give rulership of your family back to God, how to give rulership of your finances back to God, how to give rulership of your future back to God, because you can't run it in the first place. The truth is, the, problem, the reason why it's falling apart is because your hand's in it. Yeah. If I leave, listen, I found out when I leave my wife alone, she changes faster than when she do when I tell her to do it. It's just, it's just, Amen. Because what happens? I'm not gonna do it because you told me to. Or how about you do it first, and then try to tell me what to do? Or don't don't try to tell me nothing at all. He did with my wife. Just do it. Amen. So real quick, somebody say, are you a steward or an owner? So my goal is the next few weeks is to help you learn how to give up your rulership and control of your family, your finances, and your future back to God and accept and perform your responsibilities to these three areas of your life. I'm going to help you give up your, respons- your, your, your ownership up. Somebody say give it up. Give it, up. Give it back to God. And just accept your responsibilities. I'm telling you, I was sitting at work, and God gave me this word all of, out of nowhere. I was literally working my, uh, at work and doing my stuff, and I was sitting in drop in my spirit said, give it up. There's some things you're not going to get the most out of in 2019 until you get up. Can I help you right now? It's now? These areas in life have been hindered and held back because your hands have been in it, and, you, and God can't have his hands where your hands are. Your families have been held back because your hands are in it. Your finances have been held back because your hands are in it. And your future has been held back because your hands are in it. Somebody say amen. amen. Yes. Let's do it with family. Can we do it with family real quick? Yes, Anybody ready to give their family up? Yes. No, no, I don't believe y'all. Anybody ready to get their family up? Yes, sir. Yes. Let me help you out today. Write down the word give again. The word give again. We're talking about giving your family up. Can I take my time? I don't want to feel rushed. Yes. Give me that word give, Brother Darius. We talked about the word give. It means to freely transfer possession of or ownership. To freely transfer possession or ownership. Everyone say freely, transfer, transfer, possession, ownership. So we understand that if we're going to give something, that means we're going to freely give possession. That means your family, we're going to freely give possession of. Somebody, you use the word up. The word up, by definition, is higher position. The word up. You got the word up, Brother Darius? higher position or in the hands of God. Higher position or in the hands of God. The word family means, the word by family, means a group consisting of a husband, wife, and or children. Every family may not have children, but a group is consisting of a husband, a wife, and or children. Somebody say and or children. So family. So what I'm going to do today, I'm going to um, help you learn... How to freely transfer the ownership of your husband or wife, excuse me, your husband or wife, your children back to God, and how to accept responsibilities to help them produce their best outcome. How to produce the best outcome. How many of y'all got a husband? How many of y'all got a wife? How many of y'all got children? How many of y'all don't have either? Hanging here, promise you is gonna help you out and you're gonna help laugh at other folks while they struggle through it, amen. Next week, we're gonna help you out about the finances. How many of y'all got finances? How many of y'all need more? So everybody show up next Sunday, amen. So hanging out with me. Somebody say family. So we're gonna give your family up. Give your family up. So first thing I'm gonna try to help transfer ownership is the wives. Can I work with the wives first? We We're gonna go from the wives to the husband to the parents. Wives, husband, parents. So I'm gonna help the women right now on how to be good stewards of their husbands. How to be good stewards of their husbands, real quick. All wives. I'm gonna help you how to be good stewards. How many wives wanna be good stewards of your husband? Listen, the first thing you gotta do to be a good steward of your husband is number one, you must understand you can't make your husband do anything. You can't, everybody say, I cannot make my husband do anything. You can't make him give his life to God. You can't make him work or come home early and you can't make him do stuff around the house. Can I help you out real, 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 real helpful here? Can I help you out real, 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 real helpful here? If he already don't have his life to God, if he already don't have a job and he already do it around the house, you married him anyways. So don't come to me and say, Bishop, I wanna divorce him. You married him just the way he is. Something about him, you loved him so much, he didn't need a job. Something about him, you loved him so much, he didn't need a relationship with God. Something about him, you loved him so much, he didn't have to pick up his drawers or nothing. Just show up, baby, just show up. You look at him and he's so cute, he's so sexy, he's so fine, but he's so lazy. So you married him just the way he is. What well, the Lord told me to. was well, the Lord gave me the strength to deal with him too. So let me help you out. I'm hoping the whole house right quick. Somebody say, give it up. I'm going to teach you something right quick. And listen, baby, I know over the years, I, I, you probably been, um, I, you probably feel as like I beat you up over the pulpit a lot of times, and I'm taking you, day is not that day. I, as I was studying, this lesson, I realized my wife is a great example. Women, if you ever want to follow a good example on how, listen, I was not, I was not saved. My wife found me, or when I found her, um, she took me. I had a job. That's one thing Clyde, that was hard to see, you taught me. If you taught me nothing else, boy, you better work. He taught me that, and listen, don't judge me, don't don't look at me and judge me. Because listen, when I had a job, I slacked in other areas. That, that you or your husband did not have a job. If the stuff that I put her through, just, baby, don't work, don't 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 do nothing. Just don't do what he did. I was I was horrible. I was really bad, controlling. I was I'm gonna blame that on Clyde too. Listen, I, I was controlling. I'm I'm a I i am was contr- I was bad. I was bad, like literally bad. And I couldn't blame on the military. It was just in me. Somebody said controlling. And so and so I gotta give it to my wife though because she realized I didn't go to church. No. I went to church and I want to go to church, and you better not go to church when I don't want to go to church. I told her that. I know. No, we're not going. And one thing about it, she never fought me. She never said, Yeah, we are. You need to get no no no, she didn't. She just went. Disobedient. Yeah. <laughs> didn't I tell you we ain't going to church today? didn't I tell you that? And so she looked at me, you know, you said you wasn't going. But I didn't say I wasn't going. And then she realized that she couldn't, listen, she couldn't make, listen, I had porn, I had a porn problem. I used to have porn on the, on the, on the computer screen in our living room. We had our first computer, had half-necked women popping up on the screen. Am I lying, baby? Then she say, get that mess off my screen. <laughs> she didn't. She realized what First Peter said. And I listen, co-pastor, I want to say thank you for being a perfect example of what a woman should be. And listen, I don't know if she didn't push me because she didn't want me pushing her, but whatever it was, she did a darn good job. She realized that she couldn't make me do nothing that I did not want to do. Listen to me real quick. So what she realized is that 1 Peter, somebody go to 1 Peter 3, 1 through 4. Somebody read from real quick. This is women, if you want to give up ownership, it's reverse psychology at its best. Listen, women, the more you push the more he's going to resist. And the less you push, the more you going to say, babe, why you ain't pushed me in a long time? You done not a woman, you didn't find somebody else? Yeah, I done found Jesus. You want to show up and come find her with me? Listen, when she stop pushing, I promise you, he's going to say, what's wrong? Because he liked the chase. He loved you running after him. He loved it. And the moment you stop, woman, stop trying to run into God. Just go show up and watch him come find out what's going on. I'm going to hope you, if you listen to me, women, if you listen to me, men, if you listen to me, parents, I promise you, do this series. This is going to really help you out. It's, it's changed my life, and it's still changing my life. So First Peter says, ready read? No, read, ready to read. Hold up. Oh, to who, husband? Well, uh, he ain't acting right, so I'm going to go to the church. Listen, I'm going to help you out real quick. I have to tell this to a woman one day. And listen, you can go back and tell. I don't care because I told the truth. And, and listen, God blessed me with some great helpers over the years. And, and so I thank God. But well, one lady came in. She was serving me in the ministry. And, and she, her husband wasn't doing a good job at home. He wasn't. And she told me. And that's why she was, she was having issues. Come on, I say, get, out, get out your business. Just just know I'm not talking about you. And, and so one day I had to tell her this here. And I'm not going to apologize about it. I said, baby, the way you're serving me, you should be serving your husband that way. Listen, if you serve him that way, I promise you he'll show up. And listen, and Brother Lagway, Sister Lagway tell you, I told Derek on a regular basis, I called him, Brother Derek, you cool? Now one time I Sister Lagway, get out your business. but I told she'll tell you every time I turn around, I say, Derek, she cool? Does she do her job at home? Does she take care of the house? Cause I listen, she'll be on the phone when I'm talking to him. Cause she don't. I don't want her here serving me if she can't serve you. Sister Lee. Elder Lee, tell you, I call him at least once a month. Elder Lee, is she doing what's supposed to do at home? Because Sister Lee didn't quit her job and everything, and so she at the church a lot. And so I say, Elder Lee, she, am I line, Elder Lee? I say, well, she didn't turn New Destiny into a new place of home. And, and I'm like, is dinner cooked? Because don't serve nobody else's husband. I don't care how good he is. I don't care how much attention. Don't serve nobody else's husband, and you can't serve your own husband. Well, he don't come to church. Well, you make sure your seat is empty. That's his seat. Don't you sit here in the seat. And I'm not going to stay at church too long either. No not, not, no, no, not at church too long. I didn't been to church. I was there for prayer. I was there for service. And now you hug and go. Hug and go. Somebody say hug and go. Because if you're here too long, you'll catch yourself serving somebody else's husband. This isn't yours. It's hers. And you want to get your husband into acting right, stop serving other men. I don't want him. So! Hmm. Wives, in the same way, submit. If you want to get your husband to change, write down the biggest cuss word in women's history. Submit. Write it down. I'm helping the church today. Somebody say submit. And we've already read that word in so many different ways, but can I give another definition of the word submit? Because I like to submit in a different way because the Bible says that the man is the what? The man is the what? How big is a head? Proportionally, probably the size of a cantaloupe. The woman is the what? Think about that. Women think about the man is the what, and the woman is the what? The what carries the head? The body. What takes care of the head? The so the man need her You so busy trying to be the head, and you ain't in the place and be the body. You wonder why he ain't touching you. But you know what the head? You know what the, so so somebody say somebody say submit. Now listen to this. God, this is good. Somebody just say, listen to this. Somebody just look at your name and say, listen to this. Say, listen, y'all. Listen. Now, the word submit is hoopo tezo. The word hupo means to come under tezo on one's instructions. Or somebody says one's head. And so if you're to be a good woman, what you're really doing is coming under your man and lifting him up. Can I help you out? So, why are you so busy worrying about him controlling you? It's not control him controlling you, it's you positioning yourself under him to lift him up. So, women, if you really want your husband to show up to church, if you really want your husband to change, if you really want your husband to love you and to listen to you and take care of you, have you lifted him up, lady? Let me help you out. There's three ways you can lift a man up. Three ways. Somebody say, submit. And don't change, stay there. The first way you can lift your man up is physically. The second way you lift your man up is emotionally. And the third way you lift your man up is spiritually. Everyone say physically, emotionally, and spiritually. How many women in the house today? They got a man that needs lifting up. Well, let me tell you, just because you didn't raise your hand up, he still needs to be lifted up. Don't getting your feelings, hang in there with me. Somebody say physically. And I'm gonna go ahead and deal with the elephant room. I'm not just talking about sex. I'm not talking about, somebody say physically. First thing women should do is be able to respond to your husband's physical requests. Like I said again, now, will you be able to to walk on water? No. But believe me, you know exactly what really um, moves your husband. You know exactly what he needs. My wife right now knows that if the truth be told, I would want that every day, all day. So I can't, for those who get me, just stick with me, all right? So so she I can't measure her lack of competency because she don't satisfy a hunger that will always be there. But what she knows what really rocked my boat and what really make me feel good is, and she does a good job of this, I think I with her, my house ain't never dirty. Never. I'm not even bragging. But she knows for a fact that I came home to a dirty house after I've been at work all day. It ain't about me trying to control her. It just I can't stand to come out into a clutter. And listen, and so she meets that need because she don't want her husband coming home to the house. Somebody say, clean house. Clean house. And not only do she just clean the house, my daughters won't for nothing. She's a great mama to my babies. It ain't about pleasing me all the time, but all I ask for, baby, is my house to be taken care of, for my girls to be happy. Baby, listen, you ain't got to work because the hours you spend working, I need my house to be Peaceful. That's more valuable than any job you ever have. And listen, and she makes sure what, listen, she does such a good job of it till I forget it's being done sometimes. And she gets to that moment and she feels unappreciated, and she's sure because she meets that responsibility. She lifts me up physically. She lifts me up physically. Why are me thinking about it? Even Mark don't even like to cook, but some home she, she come home and I got, I got broccoli steamed, and she don't like steaming broccoli. But she want to make sure my husband don't come home hungry. It's something physically. Somebody say emotionally. Cold pastor, um, this is your day today. I don't know why, but the Lord gave you your day today. It's the truth, though. Somebody say emotionally. If you don't want to win your husband over, am I hoping anybody out? Listen, if you're the to win your husband over, don't just look him up physically, what he asks. If you only do what he asks, you're losing half the battle. Somebody say emotionally. Listen, this is the greatest feeling in the world. One thing my wife will tell you, I do not bring trouble from home, from work home. I do not. When I leave that job, I leave that job. It'll be weeks going on, some going on at work. My wife will find out about it later. But don't mean she didn't feel it. I come home and she say, baby, you alright? You okay? You need me to hold you? Come lay down right here, baby. Come lay on mama's lap right quick and she don't realize she just took the weight of the world and laid it on her lap without me asking right. and guess what every woman can't do that you may can sleep with me but you can't change my life right. and you can't rock my world i do not not cheat on this woman because she's the greatest at everything but what she do do she do great right. and I, so I say thank you again she submit and come under me. And because she realized my emotional condition is connected to the emotional condition of the house. Right. And she want to keep the house at peace. So She's going to keep me at peace. Yes. So I say spiritually. spiritually. So number one, physically, she lifted me up. Number two, uh, listen, I'm not bragging on my wife. I'm telling you the truth. Right. And I didn't realize this as much as I did until I studied as hard as I have on this lesson. She emotionally lift me up. But thirdly, she spiritually lifted me up. How do you spiritually lift your man up? You don't do just what he asks you. You don't do just what he needs but you do what God tells you. I asked a woman in the church this year a question the other day, and I won't tell you who it is, it's none of your business. But I said, When was the last time you committed your husband in prayer? You just say, No, I'm going to totally commit to my husband in prayer. For the next week, I'm going to pray just for my husband. For the next month, I'm just going to pray just for my husband. When was the last time you committed your husband in prayer?